Smartcast. Another day is here, and you're ready for it. What to wear? Check. Breakfast, lunch, and dinner? Check. Planning for what's next and how to save for it? That's where Bank of America can help. For your financial to-dos, Bank of America has experts ready to help get you closer to your goals. Get started at one of our local financial centers or 24-7 in our mobile banking app. Find a location near you at bankofamerica.com slash talk to us. What would you like the power to do? Mobile banking requires downloading the app and is only available for select devices. Message and data rates may apply. Bank of America and a member FDSE. When you need mealtime inspiration, it's worth shopping Kroger, where you'll find over 30,000 mouth-watering choices that excite your inner foodie. And no matter what tasty choice you make, you'll enjoy our everyday low prices, plus extra ways to save, like digital coupons worth over $600 each week. You can also save up to $1 off per gallon at the pump with fuel points. More savings and more inspiring flavors make shopping Kroger worth it every time. Kroger, fresh for everyone. Fuel restrictions apply. But we do talk to our community a lot and ask them first, like, how would you feel about this? Would, you know, a couple Smart. people want this to be in agreement? Because what we don't want to do is be like, oh, we're doing this and now we're doing this. And now we're and everyone's like, what is, you know, what's going on? We really try to keep sure. everyone in the loop and get a vibe because it's really important in this business, in this collectible, in this NFT world, the community is like number one, you know, mm. without you have nothing and one of the things Hugh Hefner did uh when he was running Playboy and he even lost money off of it it was all about the end consumer it was all about them so whatever it is that they wanted he wanted to deliver that to them and he fought a lot of times with Playboy because they're like well it's not cost effective and this is going to cost us money and he's like yeah but this is what they want so I want to give that to them and no matter what it takes I want to make sure and deliver that to them and I always thought that was really cool because he was concerned about the end user. The end user is everything. Without the end yeah. user, you product. So deliver, deliver, deliver. Welcome fellow Lushes. Come on in, pull up a bar stool and enjoy some cocktails with dimples and the beard. Crisscross. Crisscross applesauce. Crisscross. Well, crisscross, that's the uh, premise of Stranger on a Train. Do you remember the band Crisscross? I do. Miggity, 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 Mac. Oh. Um, do you know I what mean, they were famous for? Dressing their pants backwards. Yep. Well, the, all, the, they're into all their clothes okay. were backwards. I, I, they have more than one song? Yes. They had two hits. Got it. Um, obviously, the one big one. Uh, yep. And I'm sure I heard you, that one. You don't know the name of it? I do not. Shares a name with a very popular Van Halen song. Is it something to do with jump? That is the name of the song. Jump, jump. Everybody, jump, jump. jump. Yep. They played at every NBA game. Mm. You know, these kids found a way to get a song that was going to get played. That's a smart thing to do. Yeah. What do they call that? Evergreen? It never dies. Uh so crisscross, miggity, 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 mac. Don't know what the second one was. I don't either. I don't know if they had two hits or not. But the uh, everybody has plot of the hits. movie. What movie? Stranger on the Train is two strangers crisscross their murders. So you, I I give you a person to murder, oh, and you have goodness. absolutely no, no affiliation with, and I do a murder for you. Yeah. So we're, we're not suspects. All right. And give- then you've got an alibi, obviously. Yeah, you tell me who you'd have me murder, and I'll tell you who I'd have you murder. 
Well, I think we've already said a little too much right now on there of that, that we're going to do murders, but crisscross, crisscross murders. Great movie. Check it out. I'd have you murder. You, you, oh, you're okay. Who, who would you have me murder? Go. Crisscross murders. I can't name. <laughs> Good. I, <laughs> I want nobody murdered. I want nobody murdered. I don't want anybody murdered either. I don't want anybody murdered. Who do you, oh nobody at all murdered. I don't I don't like murder. That's hey. why, that's why you don't do it. I don't do it because I get caught. Um <laughs> I don't want anybody murdered. So basically what you're saying is the prison justice system works. Your fear of getting Yes. Well nowadays, no. Was that puberty? I might have hit it finally. Open the bar. I'm just gonna <laughs> open the tab. The tavern is now open. Welcome back. To another episode of Cocktails with Dimples and the Beard. Planning out a murder. Planning on a murder. How to what is it? How to get away with murder? Isn't that the TV show? There's yeah, I believe so. Should we watch that before we um I think, we part, just, I think we just stick with crisscross. Part of the show is probably the crisscross method. I don't I don't know. I never watched it. I didn't either. So I can't tell you. Yeah, no. Never seen an episode of it. Started watching the Lincoln Lawyer the other night. Nope. Okay. Not as good as if if it doesn't have Matthew, why would you want to watch it? It doesn't. So yeah, okay. All right. Um we've yeah, fine having a real hard time finding something to watch right now. That's why we ended so, up watching Cocaine Bear last night. The funniest part of Cocaine Bear, the funniest part. <laughs> the cop sh- shoots the drug dealer's hand. And he lifts his hand up and he's missing these two fingers. <laughs> In that block. And it's like they're not even next to each other. <laughs> I had to have repeated that line 20 times. <laughs> They're not even next to it. Yeah. Oh, my God. I, I may have to watch it again. Guys <laughs> laying under the bear and like, this, look at this big old boy. He's like, it's a girl. <laughs> what? It's a girl. How do you know? Her vagina's laying on my ear. <laughs> Fuck. I, all right. I got to watch it again. That was the, what did we say? The worst, the best worst movie? Yes. The best okay. worst movie ever. Yeah, but at least I, going into it, they they wanted to make a bad movie. It is terrible. Yeah. I mean, it is terrible, but it is so, there are so many quotable lines and so much fun I in it, it that. I, that was, I had watched it after March Madness. I had gone over and started watching it. I don't know. And then I fell asleep. Oh, okay. <laughs> but. So I don't remember a whole lot. Because I was trying to stay away. Anyways, so the return. I gotta rewatch it. The return of Victoria Fuller tonight. Our first. Our first. Wow. Trifecta. Third time guest. Well, she's the back to back to back champion. Well, no, that would she'd have to do three episodes in a row for it to be. Yeah, that's right. She is our first three time guest, and she's back because she is. She's an amazing lady. She's the road. She is is rocking it. Yeah, she's gonna tell. Can she want? So got if you ex- obviously remember the other first two times she was on, um, she's just keep going. Yeah, they've got exciting stuff coming up. We'll get into it with her. Absolutely. We'll let her because we don't want to ruin it. Excited to have her back. As always. Yes. It's always good when you can talk to a playmate. And guess what? Secret out of the bag. Secret time, as Bert Kreischer would say. We're talking to two playmates tonight. It's a, big, it's a full night. It's a full night. So, yeah. So, so I don't know. I, I don't know if you brought it. I'm going to keep because I really want to wear this. For the second. Oh, I'm wearing the same the shirt love. so people can tell that, yeah. that we're not phonies, that we talk to the yeah. same. Yeah, I'm in. 
or that we talked to people yeah. tonight. But let's shout out this last yeah. Tuesday. This was a phenomenal night of music. And where was it again? We just said the PAC. Oh, okay. But it was six freaking bands that I, I've heard of none of them. The Cow Stills. Nope. Um, I know you. Every one of these bands, you would know their songs. Okay. Um, and then we went into the Classic Four. Nope. Um, the Vogue. The Madonna song? Nope. The band. Nope. Gary Puckett and the Union Gap Band. Nope. And then Little Little Anthony. Little Richard? Nope. Little Anthony. Nope. Is it his cousin? Brother? They're brothers, obviously. They're both got the first same first name. Little. And then the Turtles ended it. And that's their song, Happy Together. So happy together. together. That's the Turtles. Okay. I've heard of them then. Yeah. Well, well, no, I haven't heard of them. I couldn't have told you that it was the Turtles. So they did it right. They like each band had like 20 minutes. Ding dong. Boom. Many songs you want. They were all hits. Boom, boom, boom. Took a break. <laughs> boom, boom, boom. Then Turtles had a little longer. And then everybody came out afterwards and sang happy together. Little snip. It, they did it well. They did it great. It was it was phenomenal. Congratulations. Was, so anybody. How old are all these people? Look it up. The Happy Together Tour. Just go to that. Check it out. It's a, it's a great evening, and we were the youngest people there. Were you? Uh, your daughter? Your daughter's one? My daughters were the youngest people they there. Were de- they were definitely the youngest people there then. So Callista loves Gary Puckett, and that's what drove this whole thing to go to. And can she, you can you sing me a Gary Puckett song quickly? No. And um, so she came, can you name me a out, Gary Puckett? Song? So when he came out, um, I sing all the time. You, God, you're such a hold on. So he came out. And she was just literally like, oh, oh, and he's 80 years old. And then all of a sudden he takes his jacket off and she's like, oh, stop it, Gary, stop it. Yeah, she was just off the handle. It was a late, it was awesome to watch. Awesome to watch. I don't want to say this because it feels weird. It, but yeah, yeah, yeah. Don't, nope, nope, don't say it. Don't, hey, don't check her. Let's go. Search history. Nope. <laughs> don't check her internet search history. We don't want to. Keep a pretty lady waiting. Of course we do not. Especially this one. Especially this one. Three back, time. Back again. Miss uh, January 1996. Third time's the charm. And the, but the other two were fa- founder of Rogue Bunnies. We're going to hear all about. They're, they haven't stopped. They have not stopped. So without further ado, Victoria Let's Fuller. Get into it. Oh, oh. oh God. <laughs> now it's playing shit. Okay. Stop. 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 <laughs> oh, my God. I don't even know. Quit music. Okay. Sorry. Wow. All right. I I can create an NFT empire, but I don't know how to work my Mac. So <laughs> I totally get it. One hundred percent. Yes. I had to yes. give. I had to give a presentation at work today too, and I showed my age today. I'm like, okay, I don't know how to use computers. I don't. Know. <laughs> God damn it. Yeah. <sighs> so all right. Well, I'm so glad to be here with you guys because uh, it's been how long since we did that first show? Well, you've been on. You've been on twice. You are. Okay, you are. Cool. Our fir- you're our first three time guest. So, oh, the first yeah. the, the first time you were on, you hinted at having a project coming up. You weren't even <laughs> to the point of being able to talk about it, and then shortly thereafter it came out and then you came back on but it's been and explained it all to us us two dumb old boys yeah yeah brilliantly was it has it been a year over a year i think it's been over a year yeah Yeah. well over a year yeah Yeah, so this will be exciting because like so much has happened yeah you guys got a lot of stuff coming up (laughs) wow 
it really exploded. <laughs> yeah. yeah. I had Which... known how much work I probably would have not, uh, <laughs> not, I probably would have been too intimidated to even dip my toe in the pond, but um, yeah. So well, while you're in, so you're just up. full, full throttle ahead, huh? I have no choice. I yes. have created a, I have created a freight train and I have no control over it now. So, <laughs> so why don't we, uh, why don't we recap that before we get into what's coming up and what's new? Um, you are the one of the or the founder, the founder. Of, of Rogue Bunnies, mm -hmm. the uh, the NFT project, and uh, you have many many playmates who have come on board, and and uh, you now have two series of of cards out, and uh, and you're you're moving forward to series three, I believe. Mm -hmm. so, yeah, awesome. hundred hundred playmates. So I have about 60 under contract and we are only, we're going to cap it off at a hundred. I mean, God, there's God. certainly many, many girls that I'm talking to, but because I onboard everybody myself and it's a really time consuming process. Um, I used to do them all in zoom where I'd get them all on a zoom and I would, and then they would call me and go, I didn't catch any of that. So then I just started <laughs> doing it one at a time and I'll literally, it literally takes about a week. So I got to warm them up to like what I'm doing then I explain to them what I'm doing. And then I explain the entire NFT world to them. And then I explain to them, you know, the expectation, their roles, my role, everybody's role, the future, the roadmap, the contracts, the assets. So it's, it's like a long process. There's no sure. really way around it because I really want the girls to understand what it is that what I'm doing and what they're and that what they would be doing right yeah. um or what their role is uh in the project um to manage expectations as I like to say and um so yeah but we I have pivoted quite a bit so it'll be interesting to hear if you remember maybe you don't anything of what I talked about before and like what my plans were compared to like what's going on now and then the direction and aspirations for rogue bunnies going forward from this point on so what well, yeah, yeah I, one of the one of the key things i remember from early on was the there was going to be like if you bought the cards you were going to get the key that gave you access to the meta mansion and uh certain ones certain yeah certain yeah and yeah. uh I know I, I never bought a, I, oh, I have a bunch of them, but I never, I don't have any so, the I don't know exclusive that, ones. Yeah, yeah. 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 So yes. And the gold key thing is in effect. Let me see if I, I actually have one on me right now. Um, so the VIPs do get a gold key. I just had them made. <laughs> oh. Everybody just started getting them. Um, in order to be a VIP, you have to be a holder of, a certain amount of cards, a certain card, a level of card, et cetera, this kind of a thing. Legendary epics make you an automatic uh, VIP. Sure. So here is a gold key. Oh, nice. It's got yeah. the gatefold G in the, in the rogue bunny. The bunny. Yeah. And it, there's a serial number on it here. So each VIP has a serial number. Um, and this was basically like, you know, in the Playboy clubs, uh, everyone had a key, a physical key. So when you came in, you showed the key, it had your number on it. And then when you walked into the club, there would be like a board um, and it would say so-and-so is here and it would have the key number and who the guest was, right? Oh, and so okay. you don't know when you walked into the club 
who exactly was even in the club. And then when they left, they take the name off. So they always had a tally of who was in the room, et cetera, et cetera. So I really wanted to create, and the Playboy key looks exactly like this, except for it's silver and obviously has the bunny on it. So I really wanted to recreate that as a physical token for the VIPs to hold, because it's always nice to hold something, you know, and have yeah. a physical thing since everything is so virtual and um also now i have everybody's names and addresses so there you have it <laughs> <laughs> wow that, which gone. is a great keepsake <laughs> yeah that is that is one of the coolest collectibles i'm sure that and people are must and be looking also. very forward to getting their keys <laughs> they are and it's been quite a thing so everybody's been posting them and stuff in our discord it's a lot of people have actually posted them on twitter and stuff like that some people are like are we allowed i'm like yes you're allowed just show everybody. Yeah. Um, and uh, it really has no much more of a function as a just of a just a token, you know, just a token saying you're part of a group, a club and it's just something they can hold on to. And uh, the girls will be getting one, too. And we'll be wearing them as necklaces as a kind of a, you know, until we get further down the line and I have a, something a little bit nicer for the girls to wear for the necklaces. I'm going to have them wearing the key. Um, so that's kind of, you know, on a gold chain and whatever. So yeah, so the key represents the VIP, but originally I had talked about the metaverse, right? Like right. Yeah, metaverse, a lot about that, yep. Yeah, you're gonna get into the metaverse. And then it's like Mark Zuckerberg, I think he spent what, 40, $400 million or 40, whatever it was, some godly amount looking for the metaverse and then he kind of gave up. Yeah. And um, Disney also was just like, screw it, it's not ready yet. And it is being, you know, the metaverse is not, one place just like the internet is not one place it is and it isn't so when you go to a website there's many websites right mm -hmm. but but that's like the metaverse the metaverse is the 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 thing that they're all on right just like all these websites are on the internet well the metaverse is exactly that everybody can have their own metaverse their own places, their own lands, whatever they want. Um, and early on, people were saying, oh, these people bought up all this land in the metaverse and millions of dollars have been made. That's because someone created a metaverse and sold land and made a bunch of money, but guaranteed nobody's in that metaverse right now. Yeah. On that. <laughs> like, so I decided to pivot away from being so metaverse heavy because I didn't want to waste a bunch of I got, I had some investors and I had a nominal amount of money and I really wanted that to go really far in developing this project. And so, um, and I just didn't think the value was there yet. Will it be there in the future? Yes. I'm already talking to people about a certain metaverse right now called Income Island. Um, and the graphics are beautiful and there's lots of things that can happen, but it's going to be a, it's going to be a little bit of time before that's, it's in beta right now. People can go and check it out, but it's going to be a little bit of time before we can actually really utilize it for the purposes of to monetize it. And also for people that are in the community to be super interested, like just walking around and looking at visuals, isn't all that interesting to me. There has to be a function sure. and engage a gamification, if you will. So yeah. uh, we're not there yet. Okay. Uh, yeah. I'm curious. So, so I mean, it sounds like a, a smart pivot, though. Well, yeah, and it just it just doesn't make sense. And it's not, it's, it, you know, she's not ready yet. You know what I yeah. mean? Like it's construction, so to speak. So it's like it doesn't make any sense to uh, get people continuing to talk about something that just I can't deliver yet. You sure. know, I, I was told I could deliver it by and I even spent money on people that said they could deliver it. <laughs> And nothing came through. And so I just decided to stop 
spending money in that direction. I mean, all the money I spent in that direction was essentially poof. You know what I mean? Like it yeah. didn't, it didn't really go anywhere except for telling me that uh, that's the wrong direction. So, mm. um, and I'm super frugal and I'm, you know, thrifty when it comes to spending the money that's in the rogue bunnies till because uh, it's a very, this is a very expensive adventure, you know, tech and all that um is is it just it's just very expensive so um i wanted to make sure that i was really doing uh, the project justice and um yeah so we'll have to talk more about like what is happening right um, yeah. what what else do you guys remember what else did i say so the key thing is happening yes the key thing happens the key thing um, yeah well one okay. thing one thing i'm curious about not not about what you said was going to happen but i know like the board apes kind of took a shit at one point and lot and and I know like series one came out and, and you sold a bunch of them and now series two came out for you guys and everything is already sold out. So obviously oh. did you guys feel some of that? What, what do you mean compared to the board apes? Cause well, it's didn't the market for the, the market for the board apes drop considerably. Like they went oh, from being oh. worth so much to everything dropped. Okay. So like when this crypto winter happened, kind of was the, the start of like the Ukraine whole thing happened. And I think, you know, we had a drop that was supposed to happen during that time. And I started thinking, I don't want to do a drop during the Ukraine. Like people are dying and being exploded and like terrible things are happening. The last thing I want to do is, hey, buy my cartoon. Like it just didn't feel ethical or right at that time to even to really try and shill any kind of anything at that time. And so I pulled it back, which was a good idea because it wouldn't have sold it wasn't the right time. It just wasn't appropriate. It just didn't feel appropriate. Like let's let people focus on helping those in need instead of trying to take a bandwidth of, you know, trying to make money off of people off of something that wasn't saving lives. You know what I mean? So sure. to speak. So, um, so we did pivot away from that and um, that, and then there was the F, F I always get it wrong FTX or FXT or whatever that, that shit show that happened that um, Tom Brady was even a part of. Oh, Not that he oh sure. The, but the, he was the guy with the hair. Yes. So there's a there was a lot that happened around that. And basically, it was this young kid. Everybody he got he basically you're selling trust, right? All these people trusted him, what he was doing, the platform. It seemed like it was what it was doing, the exchange, everything was going really well. But instead of the money, I guess, kind of going basically it was funding him and his friends, right? <laughs> and and then when it got to a point when it was bleeding so bad, he was just like, oh, let's just cut it off. And then like, it, it just everybody lost. Everybody lost in that and including him. And, uh, you know, he's going to be in jail forever. And um, that was really a huge hit on top yeah. of the crypto winter that was already happening. So a lot of things did tank. I don't think anything that the board apes that anything that they did was anything unusual that would have caused anything like that. I just think it was a sign of the times. And also there was all these crypto millionaires that came up all of a sudden because people that invested in Bitcoin and Ethereum, some of these, and me included, some of these coins, um, we made all this money like out of thin air, right? Like <laughs> I invested $1,200 and I made $28,000 in like a matter of months just wow. off of my little, my little, couple coins that I bought um because my ethereum went from when I bought it, it was 300 it went up to 4800 yeah so I mean that was like I just every week I was just like oh my god it's growing it's growing I'm like we're going to Disneyland we're gonna you know like oh it's gonna grow <laughs> and I started investing in nfts and um I really was 
it was really, I really thought there was going to be more projects like Bored Apes. Uh, there was a couple blue chip uh, projects that came out. Uh, I invested in, I bought them early on. And one of my NFTs went to like 26, I bought it for $600 and it went to uh, 26. Someone offered me up to $26,000. It just kept climbing and climbing. And I thought, and I was talking to another friend who also I got to invest in this NFT. And, and I said, um, I said, oh my gosh, he goes, what are you going to do? He had two of them and he was getting both $25,000 on each one. And I said, I'm going to hang on to it. It's going to be bored like bored apes. We're going to be millionaires. <laughs> so excited, right? And um, yeah, I ended up selling it for like $2,500 because it just, it, it it went up and down a little bit and it got to 8,000 and I thought I should sell. And then I'm like, no, it might get back. So it's just like, it's just one of those things. It's really hard to tell, you know, what's going to hit, but there was all these new millionaires nowhere to spend their money there wasn't as much variety with the nfts as there is now where it's just saturated right i mean there it's just there's marketplaces up the yin yang there's there's everybody had a project um there was they call it rug pulling when people would put a project out get the money and then shut it all down or if the project just failed it's also called rugging right so there was a lot of rugged projects sure. where people and then and then when it got saturated people start stepping back going hmm we're just not going to buy everything because there was a point where people were just buying and selling and actually making a lot of money just off of uh investing in nfts buying them low selling them high sweeping the floor so um and that just kind of that just kind of came to an end there was a couple key people in that world if you were in those communities that passed away um and it kind of also changed things a little bit i felt like the tone changed quite a bit people weren't as like giddy and happy and amazed and um just people got really angry and pissed off and soured really towards investing in nfts and everything else and super skeptical sure. so by the time we launched everybody was like fuck you we're not investing <laughs> anything and um so it was so it was really it was really tough so we basically had to start with a few crumbs a couple of community members i mean we started with like 10 people in our discord you know when like playboy had seventy five thousand people in their discord we had like 10 and we just slowly grew and we just we just you know we planted the seed we watered it and we just we just been growing so organically there's a lot of projects also that that purchased bots so they would look like that they had a lot more people in their Discord and their communities and on their Twitter page and in their Instagram. Um, so it looked like it had a lot more followers, a lot more things going on. And, and really, they didn't. It yeah. was just all paid BS. And um, we got a lot of offers to do that. And I said, no, I don't want to look a certain way. I, I really want to have the numbers because we earned the numbers. And these are real people that are following us and not like a fake community to appear to be more successful than we were because people are getting smart. And once they find out that you've done that, then they, then they don't have any confidence in you. And yeah, once you, the trust is gone. Then. The trust is gone. Once you lose the trust in people. So we have a lot of trust. We have an amazing community. Um, the, the people, men and women in our community and the bunnies that are on this are like super solid and um, like, it's just a real joy. Like we check in with each other all day long in our discord. We're in there all the time. We say good morning, good night. We, we know people's birthdays, anniversaries, achievements, what their kids are doing. 
Um, it's all really good, clean fun. You know, it's, it's, a it's a real family. It became a real family. That was something I was not expecting. I just thought it was going to be just the people were just going to come and buy NFTs and that was just going to be it. But it turned out to be, these are like people that they have my personal phone number and I talk to them and we message and like, I'm available. You know what I mean? I'm, yeah. uh, I'm available to my team and to my community, especially the people that are not everybody has my phone number. It's not passed out, but right. the people that are serious and in the community and they're all the time, any of those people I'm available to all the time. You know, I love um, talking with them and hanging out and getting to know everybody and, and making them feel like they're uh, special and a part of something special, especially because these are all early people, right? We're yeah. still really early in our thing, even though it seems like I've been doing this for a really long time. It's like been since 2020, it's 2023. How did that happen? <laughs> wow, the time just by really quick. Well, and well, I think I assume you guys considered uh, the series two launch a pretty big success because, like I said, they they seem to sell out and sell oh, out pretty wow. quickly. So I know I tried to get my hands on some more recently and was nope. Oh, they're all gone. <laughs> so, well, someone bought. Um, so yeah, so we put we put them out, and then we they just started. We all of a sudden got a bunch of new community members. And they started, we do challenges and they started getting really competitive with each other, these guys collecting and whatever. And um, the numbers just started falling. We're like, oh my God, it's just, it started to really roll. So whatever happened, it just kind of, we, we, we tapped into something. It sold out. Series two was a smaller um, collection than series one. So when we launched series one, it was supposed to be this big. And then we made it this big, but series two. <laughs> this big because series one sold i think there was thirty-seven thousand nfts in the collection right so we sold twenty-eight thousand. so we had all these and they're sold in packs so i'm just giving you kind of a ballpark so we decided series two let's make it a total of twenty-eight thousand, so that they matched because we weren't going to sell series one anymore we we're going to burn them we we're going to get rid of them and so just have what they were and then series two came out and then they just all sold out and then um, the community was like, well, how do we get more series one packs? You know, because there was still it's some growing. Yeah. yeah. Epic cards that had never been pulled out of the packs. They were still in packs. We were going to burn them. We were going to do everything. And, um, and they, and then people were just like, please don't, please don't burn them. Please don't get rid of them. And so, so then we, then we just op reopened series one packs and someone went in and bought, um, they bought all the uncommon packs. I don't know how many hundreds of packs there were, but they bought all that was there. Like one oh. guy bought all of them. So then we're now almost sold out of series one. So yeah, so like it's a, it's really kind of funny because we're like, you know, but we do talk to our community a lot and ask them first, like, how would you feel about this? Would, you know, a couple people Mark. want this to be in agreement? Because what we don't want to do is be like, oh, we're doing this and now we're doing this and now we're, and everyone's like, what is, you know, what's going on? We really try to keep sure. everyone and get a vibe because it's really important in this business in this collectible in this nft world the community is like number one you know mm -hmm. without the community you have nothing and one of the things hugh hefner did uh when he was running playboy and he even lost money off of it it was all about the end consumer it was all about them so whatever it is that they wanted he wanted to deliver that to them and he fought a lot of times with Playboy because they're like, well, it's not cost effective and this is going to cost us money. And he's like, yeah, but this is what they want. So I want to give that to them. 
And no matter what it takes, I want to make sure and deliver that to them. And I always thought that was really cool because he was concerned about the end user. The end user is everything without the end yeah. user you product. So deliver, deliver, deliver. And that's how you, that's how you get keep people coming back and how you get new people interested is by delivering consistency and, right, and giving them what the they want. Faithfulness. Yep. Yeah. yeah. You don't want to change the game once you get into it, you know, by increasing stuff, you know, you, you buy into it. Now you're going to do more. So you, you stick with what you do and uh, sure. people appreciate that. Yeah. And having the sold out was like, it was so epic because we sold out. And then I got so many emails and so many text messages and phone calls of people going, oh my God, because we're in a time right now in this crypto winter where nothing is selling out, nothing is moving. And and even though we were selling them packs or however we were selling, I'm like, oh yeah, oh yeah, thanks. But people were, it really resonated with people. Like it became really, really cool. And with Dapper Labs, and this is just a testament how bad everybody was doing because we were charting as top. At one point, we were number one over NBA top shops. But oh, wow. you, of, of people collecting within a, a day's time or whatever, because um, things had just slowed down so much. And we were just we were just moving and shaking. So we were charting at top seven with da of all Dapper Labs products for That's like awesome. four weeks straight. So it doesn't mean anything to you guys or anything like that, but people that are in the Dapper community, like they were, they, we get regular emails from them and we kept charting as, you know, in the top of all the projects and whatever. So, and there's Dr. Seuss, there's Barbie, there's NBA oh. Top Shots and, uh, and NFL, uh, uh, WW, whatever the, uh, wrestling, the, uh, wrestling. Yeah. <laughs> WWF or whatever, whatever it is. So there's some really big names that are in there. And we were, uh, Inspector Gadget was another one. It's really strange. <laughs> and then Snoop Dogg one called T-Cal and they do music. Um, they sell NFT music and we were charting better than them. So we're like, okay, nice. we're doing something. We're doing something right. It's pretty exciting when you get those numbers and you start getting the attention like that. It starts to feel like, oh my God, finally, because it's, it is it, an unbelievable amount of work. And um, I work eight days a week and I, I, I literally, I understand why Hugh Hefner lived in his bed. Cause I literally keep my phone and my computer on my bed next to me. And I literally wake up and I get right on and I'm on the discord and I'm on my phone and I'm on my computer. And I haven't even like, you know, gotten up and brushed my teeth or like anything. I just, I just roll right over. And then I get to, I get to myself later um, just so I could get right to work. Um, cause a lot of people are on the East coast, I'm on West coast. And so they've all been working for three hours. So when yeah. I log in, team have all been talking for three hours and I'm constantly catching up uh. with their dialogue in our admin channel. Um, but they all have, they have all these things and all these decisions and they're like, okay, we're going to wait for Victoria to wake up. And I like, <laughs> I get 7am and I'm still late to the game. It's like, Oh my God. So yeah, it's, cool. it's gotta be a great feeling though from three it's years ago. It's amazing because I have this dream team. I don't know how I got so lucky. I just, I, it's just the strangest thing because I did have, I have had other, I started out with different people and none of them were working. I mean, mm -hmm. and I was thinking, oh my God, I don't know. Like, I don't know what I'm going to do. And I, I have taken it upon myself to learn everything right down to coding and I'm not good at the coding and I, I can't say that I know coding, but I've taken upon myself to learn every hat that can be worn in this project because there's so many things that I've had to do myself 
because if something didn't work out or I didn't have that position filled, then I would have to be like, well, I, I just got to keep it going. So like I do animation, I do, I do um, production, I do the intake form, I do the, so I do the assets for the social media, I do the podcast, I write the text, I do the content, I write the contracts, I, I onboard the girls. So like I'm doing all these things. And so it's, it's, it's to have a team that's like doing their thing. So I don't have to do those things now has been like, it, they're just a really great team. Um, Jen Pershing is a mm, yeah. and she's awesome. I mean, she, I don't know how she does it. She's got two kids. I have a 16 year old that I don't have to do anything for anymore. And, she <laughs> has kids and she's on her phone. She does all the social media. She, she runs all the social media for, Rogue Bunnies Mayhem, which is the podcast, mm-hmm. our Twitter, mm-hmm. our TikTok, our Instagram, our threads, our for, for everything. And she's literally on, she's going to have a crick in her neck because she's on her phone. Uh, 40 hours a week, she's on her phone, mm-hmm. on her phone doing socials. I mean, this girl is so dedicated and um, she also keeps me a check. This person is trying to get a hold of you. And did you know that this happened? And did you see this post? And this girl wrote this. And like, I don't know how, like, I'm, I would not be, I would have such a hard time without her. Like, <laughs> if something happens to her, I'm in big trouble. And we have um, Chinny, who's our uh, Discord uh, community manager, but he also does, you know, he's got a day job where he makes tons of money. He doesn't, he, he doesn't even need this at all. And he's super successful marketing tech person that just loves the project. Um, and so he does a lot of stuff. He runs the community. He helps with just so many things in the back end. He helps me with Excel spreadsheets and he sets stuff up for me. He keeps me super organized and he deals with the tech part of the community with um, our developer, uh, Darian. And Darian is basically the backbone of the entire project. I have to say people think it's me, but it's not. If I did not have Darian, I would be these three people, if I did not have these three people, I, I just don't know what I would do because yeah. it's got to a point where I can't, I couldn't physically do everything myself at this point, even if I yeah. wanted to, could. I just wouldn't, I wouldn't be able to keep up with it, the demand. So, and they're so trustworthy. The product would suffer. if. Oh, it would totally suffer. If you and, did. So that's great. Yeah. And also the community knows all them now. So they okay. have become very reliant on talking to the community and the community communicating with them. It's like, sometimes I come in, I'm like, hi, you'd think I'd be a big deal being the founder and everything. They're like, <laughs> no, like they want to talk to Darian. They want to talk to Chinny. They want to talk to Jen. So um, yeah, which I love because it's, it does take a, you know, it takes all of us combined to really make this happen. Right. And uh, yeah, when I talked to you guys that first time, I had no, no clue. <laughs> no clue. Well, you had a, you sounded confident. You were you had a dream. Yeah. You had a dream, and yeah. it, I had you... a total vision and everything, and I knew what I was doing at that point. But what I've learned since then is sure. like I, I I didn't know what I was doing. I well, I'm no so excited that we had that conversation with you because it's cool that we were yes. that we had it before this all took off, and now you're here and letting us talk to you again, which is so fantastic. <laughs> we're, yeah. we're so thrilled to be a tiny little portion of this. Yeah, absolutely. We appreciate that. And every and every girl and every bunny we've had on since, their selling point was how passionate you are about it, and they have nothing but good things to say. And they said we trust Victoria so much because of her passion, and and it's great to watch. I think they're just thankful that they don't have to think about it, <laughs> have to worry about what, 
like the inner workings of it. They're like, it's just a lot of them are just like, I just, just, you just do it. I don't even just like, sure. I just, I'm glad we're not having to think about all that. Cause sometimes I go into the, like the technical part of stuff and they're just like, you know, <laughs> they're like, uh, uh, don't care. Don't want to know. Um, like me. So they're like, yeah, <laughs> yeah, totally, totally glaze over. They're like, so let's um, let's let's talk about what's coming. What yeah. you've got? Yeah, you've got yeah. series three coming. How do you do? You feel any pressure right now to deliver series three and and make it, you know, as big as two was? And are you you know are you feeling it or are you confident with what you got coming up? Oh, so confident because uh, for one, there's been an evolution every time. Every series that comes out is going to have it's bigger, better something. There's an upgrade of some kind. Um, just like the Apple phone, right? Like you got to constantly have new features. Right. So, so series three has, uh, so series one was what it was. Series two had, I had started to put in the Epic card, a video moment, like NBA top shots where there's a video moment. And then, so that was like an Easter egg and they found it and they're like, oh, there's whatever. And so now series three is going to be a three-sided card and one of the sides has a video moment and it won't be on every single card, like the common cards, uh, but, um, but it will be on the higher cards. And so the card has three sides and the card itself looks, you know, this color scheme, the color schemes are the same for like commons, always green and uncommons kind of a brass and gold is epic, you know, so on and so mm -hmm. forth. So color schemes are going to stay consistent so that you, we can identify them. But the cards themselves, the texture of the cards are going to be different. Yep. Yep. So uh, just uh, and series three is only going to have 10 girls in it. Okay. I decided to make the series smaller so that it was well, for one, it's just it's such a huge undertaking to do 25 girls. It's like it's unbelievable amount of work. And I wanted the series to be I wanted the uh, this the, the putting out the series to be um, sooner. You know, I don't want to wait six months in between each series. Mm. So that was the thought behind doing um, smaller series. Okay. You know, then it's, yeah, just having them more often. Do you have and, a, do you have a and date? They sell out easier. That's right? true. So, yeah. Do you so, have a um, date or approximate date when series three is coming out? I don't because we've had so many things going on. <laughs> I would say probably in the next 60 days or less. Oh, okay. um, yeah. Yeah. So I have about five of the girls um, in that completed and ready to go. So it's really a matter of getting the rest of the girls uh, assets and then putting them together. So, yeah. yeah. I would imagine just the girls talking, you know, like that were maybe skeptical at first. We're just like seeing, watching how it grows. And now they're like, heck yeah, I want on board. Yeah, some girls have, but I mean, I still think it's just such a new idea people that most girls just really don't aren't just in that i mean i feel like everybody knows about it now but really people don't i mean it's really still only five percent of the world is really aware of what an nft even is mm -hmm. so the web3 space is really still very pretty small you know we're not we're not anywhere close to mass adoption yet at all so it's going to take a lot of it's going to take a lot of time and a lot of work but one of the things that happened when i i, I went I went to get some more to find more investors and whatnot. And I, the, the many that I spoke to happened during right when that FTX thing happened, a lot of them are like, we're not, we're just sure. bad time for investors. And one of them, one of them whom a billionaire basically said, 
you need to take part of your business off chain. You need to take part of Rogue Bunnies and take it off chain until the crypto thing gets a little bit warmed up a little. That way you can continue to monetize, build in the background, still grow your community, have everything that you're doing, but don't rely on the NFTs as like the sole thing that your that your project is 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 riding on. And so that and when metaverse the idea of metaverse ended, I decided um, I did a couple in real life events at the yep. Ziggy Hotel in Los mm -hmm. Angeles with Scott Page. We celebrated the 50th anniversary of the Dark Side of the Moon party, which was like epic. Um, and what happened was, is our community were like getting FOMO about it. Like, oh my God, I want to go to the next one. And this is amazing. And they started talking and it, it, it created, there was something that happened. And I was like, I had not wanted to do in real life stuff because I wanted to make things convenient for the girls. You don't have to take your rollers out of your hair. You don't, nobody has to see you. We're going to make money without having to leave our home or our computer. And then, um, and then these in real life happened. And then the girls were like, well, I want to go. I want to go. I want to go. And I'm like, I didn't think anybody would even want to show up. So of course they did. And, um, and so now what we're doing is the, the pivot that we're making is having, these in real life events, which I'm calling Mansion 2.0 Experience, which is basically taking everything that we learned about the Playboy Mansion and the parties that have through and the the whole energy around it and the bunnies and recreating those at mansions around the world. And um, when you're a VIP in our community, you get in for free and hmm. you're invited to all of them. And um, so this is what's happening. So on September 14th in Las Vegas, we are having our very first uh, on our own without um, without being a uh, like, you know, not with Scott Payton, not not with a bunch of other people kind of coming together as like, you know, like a, a collective. We are holding our first mansion 2.0 experience um, at the Verona Sky Villa in the Westgate Hotel. It's where Elvis used to stay. It was his room. Um, it's 15,000 square feet. It's, it's, it's next level for sure. It's beyond, it's like the Prince of Brunei would stay there or something. It's, it's just really, it's beautiful. Amazing. It it's is so beautiful. beautiful. It's incredible. It's at the top floor. It has its own elevator. Everything's like gold leaf and marble. And just like, it's just, it's just really elegant. It's ex exactly what you would think a mansion would look like, you know, if people have the idea. And so, um, so yeah, our first party is going to be there and it's in conjunction with uh, the Breathe Conference, which is happening the 13th and 14th of September um, at the World Market um, Convention Center. So we'll actually have a booth there. There's lots of festivities going on. There's all kinds of celebrities coming to the convention, which means they're all coming to our party. We've kind of merged with Breathe um, in terms of like, I've really gotten to know all the founders of breathe and the higher and the, the owners of breathe and um, they just been really great people. And so I'm like, let's make this the, this is the finale party. So we're kind of, it's kind of like the convention happens. And then this is the, this is the place to be on the last day is our, is our party is like the finale party. It's also basically our one year anniversary since we launched mm. Perfect. Actually, this month, August was, I thought it was September, but someone in my community is like, no, no, it's been a year today. Like they knew better than oh, I wow. did. Yeah. So I'm that's like, awesome. oh, I, I didn't, yeah, I didn't know it was August, but that's interesting. Um, so, so we're going to have this big party. Yep. And it's 250 people. 
uh, only, and it's uh, we have full open bar. We have an exquisite menu of food. There's a there's actually a, a butler's kitchen pantry. There's going to be seven servers, three bartenders, four security guards, fifteen playmates. Um, Scott Page said he's coming and bringing his saxophone. There's a grand piano in there, so if anybody wants to play, we're going to have a DJ. We're also going to have um, this guy named Mel. He does Deachin and the Blockchain. It's a trivia show that's on that's on chain, and we've actually done it before. It's a trivia, it's a trivia game. It's a it's a game show. Okay. And so I said, why don't you set up your game show and we'll do like a twenty minute game show. We'll pull people from the party and we'll give away prizes. So we're going to have that there, and um, yeah, so it should be really exciting. We have everything but the ice sculpture because my budget got really thin after everything. And so like I had, I had to scrap a couple ideas at the party, but the ice sculpture was the one that I, I was like, oh, I'm not going to get the ice sculpture now. That sucks. Um, you know, well, they you melt the anyway. Yeah. You, you, you've arrived if you have the ice sculpture, yeah. Let's just, you know, and you got the vodka flowing through it. It, it just, it's kind of a thing. So, um, yeah, but we have the pool and we'll have, uh, mm-hmm. you know, everybody, we'll, we'll have things floating in the pool, um, but it should be really cool. It should be really fun. And we're very excited. And it's from 9, 9 p.m. till 3 a.m. in the morning. And, oh. um, yeah, so and I, I and assume, we're selling tickets. I yeah. assume you contacted us to talk to us because you wanted to personally give us our invite. Is that? <laughs> yeah, you guys, if you guys want to come, I will have two tickets for you. <laughs> oh. For sure. Yeah. Yeah. No, it should, it should be a really good time and it'll be, this is really going to set the tone for, we have sponsors, we have, you know, we have a step and repeat, we have a red carpet on the way in. So it's really going to set the tone for our future parties. You know what I mean? Like, this is going to be like, we're pulling out all the stops and then people are going to go, yeah, that was, that was a night to remember. I tell people, if you can't handle like the best night of your life, don't come, don't buy a ticket, don't show up. Um, because it's it's going to be fabulous and um yeah so i'm really excited about it but yeah we're we're, we're already planning parties later on in the year and okay. then um our, we've been invited to uh connect with a group to do a huge party at, at art basil they want us to bring our mansion 2.0 oh. experience to art basil so we're talking with someone on that and uh, yeah so it's been really exciting so much fun this is awesome yeah so so to get the tickets they can go where to, to buy a oh, ticket for this so if you go to, yes if you want to i i don't know if you're going to air this in time but if they yeah, go we to are we'll make Man- sure this gets we're, out before yeah we're oh, making good. sure okay. yes so if you go to mansion.roguebunnies.com mansion.roguebunnies.com um you don't do the www just mansion.roguebunnies.com um that'll take you to the page and you'll see everything that's there uh, we, one of our big sponsors is Nextio and they're, um, an amazing group and they're covering, they've popped down a bunch of money. So they're covering the cost of they're, they're taking off, uh, there's a, for limited time, they're paying, they're covering part of the tickets for people who buy tickets right now. So I think it's a uh, $500 off that they're doing. So they're covering mm-hmm. that cost. So to bring the ticket price down, which is kind of cool of them. Very cool. And uh, they'll, yeah, they'll all be there. They're having a big golf tournament uh, thing, like on the 12th, they're having like a helicopter where you could drop the ball out of the helicopter. And if you get a hole in one, you get a Ferrari. I mean, they got, <laughs> they got some crazy shit going on. That's awesome. Um, <laughs> it, yeah. It was really too much for us to be a part of the golf thing. I was, 
I was like, I just don't think I could handle like one more activity um, with with everybody. So, well, you're yeah. you're a speaker at the Breathe Convention too, aren't you? I am. I'm speaking on the 14th um, at 12:45, and I'm on the main stage. And I'm speaking with a few other key women in the Web3 space. So that's going to be really exciting because um, a lot of these women I've talked to for the last year, I've never met in person. So oh, nice. there's going to be really, I've not met a lot of these people in person. Everybody's that little, you know, like a little, they call it a PFP, your little profile picture, right? That's it. And yeah. that's it. And a voice. And so like some people are turtles and hippos and lizards and like whatever <laughs> it is that they're, so it's it's going to be interesting because when we had our in real life event at the Ziggy hotel, um, guys would come up to me and they're like, Oh yeah, I'm superhero dash five, seven, nine, two. I'm like, Oh my God. <laughs> you know, like, yeah. What are they, what's your real name? But, but then if I tell, if I get their real name, now I have two names. I'm terrible with names. So like, I'm just like, just tell me your name on in the discord or your Twitter handle because then I'll be like, oh yeah, I totally know who you are now. Yeah, that's so, Perfect. Yeah. You live in a digital <laughs> world. You don't need real names. Right. <laughs> no, no, no. We don't need to. Yeah. So in addition to speaking at the Breathe Connection Convention, touch a bit on what that is for people that don't know. So the, yeah. So the Breathe Convention is like a fully, it's, it's really about education. They really want to educate the public and it's about Web3, AI, uh, NFT, blockchain, cryptocurrency, all of the above, all rolled into one. It's about educating people into the space and, um, and you know, professional people in the space are talking about what they do, how they got there, and kind of everyone's journey along the way. So it's really a, it's really an educational convention for Web3. Nice. Okay. Mm -hmm. And then end it with a big party. With a big, yeah. The biggest party. Well, there's, party. there's several parties. There's like a party on Tuesday. There's a party <laughs> on Wednesday. There's our party on Thursday. So there's there's a lot going on. So I heard Elon Musk is in town. Mm -hmm. So I'm like, doo -doo 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 -doo. like yeah. you can find him. Let's get him in the Verona. Is it, yeah, I was gonna um, say, is there a bonus for somebody if they can get him to the party? <laughs> oh, I'm sure I can figure out a bonus. <laughs> I, I don't know. Any, I don't even know what that bonus would be, but. Um, of course, that would be awesome. I, I, I have a, I have a hard time thinking he's going to want to, because it's one elevator up. It's, you know, I, you know what I mean? Like, yeah, someone like him, I don't know how he walks around the world without feeling like a target. Like yeah. I would be like, oh my God, someone's going to kill me at any second. Like a bullet is coming. Someone wants mm -hmm. me dead. I'm too yeah. rich, you know, too much power. So um, I bet he has a really hard time just being in public. He lives in Sherman Oaks. Oh, um, okay. Yeah. So yes. yeah, his, uh, yeah, his kids went to school with my, um, my, my former boyfriend oh, at wow. the same time. Yeah. So it was really weird. It's like, and I knew that I saw the kids and the, and then later on people said, Oh, those are Elon Musk's kids. And I'm like, Oh, that's okay. That's interesting. They're just at this little <laughs> private school. Um, sweet kids. Mm -hmm. yeah. Well, good. Being the uh, being the big tattoo fan. I am. I got to ask about the, what is the ink box? Ink box. Yes. Where did, where did that come from? And, and, uh, is there more, is there going to be more to that? So I was in a Twitter space and a woman who runs the super lottles, which is ink boxes, NFT collection and lottles are like a, a salamander, so okay. to speak. So like it's a 3d animated cute character 
They all have their own individual tattoos. There's 10,000 of them in the collection. Every single one has their individual tattoo on their NFT. So they did a whole big thing. And one of the spaces, this woman named Rebecca. So that's a great thing about this space is I can contact anybody anywhere because we're, it's just, it's, it's, people are so much more accessible. So I just wrote to her on Twitter. I said, Hey, my name is Victoria Fuller. I have this project. How do I get involved with Inkbox? I'm such a fan. And she wrote me back within 15 minutes and said, Oh, well, uh, I can help you. And so I went through the process of creating the, what I would want to be on the tattoos and then submitted it. And um, like within three weeks, they're like, yeah, we approve you. So I couldn't, it wasn't really like, there are rogue bunny NFT. Um, they are rogue bunny tattoos, but they really don't do uh, companies. They do um, individuals. So the art, because it's all based on like, as if I was a tattoo artist. So sure. they did. It's a, so you, you can only find if you go to inkbox.com or whatever, you would have to look up Victoria Fuller to find the rogue bunnies um, inkbox tattoos and then there's one of them that's really super exclusive and you have to be a holder of either our nft or a, a super mm. lotl nft in order to access the super duper tattoo huh. <laughs> so, again exclusive it's exclusive <laughs> yeah that's well that's part of that's part of uh some of the charm of a lot of this is that right. being exclusive and i sure. really get it so yeah i get that yeah yeah so that so that was like it you know, it's not like, uh, it's not a get rich thing for sure, but to have that connection and be able to have that like extra thing. It's just fun. It was just really, it was really exciting to be able to work with them. I went to the mall today with my daughter and there was an ink box store, mm. which I'd never seen before. And I was like, mm, that's weird. It's all ink box, everything. You could get the tattoos. They can even put them on for you. And, um, and I was like, Oh, Hey, this is cool. I'd never like, now I see ink box everywhere. Right now that wow. now that I'm involved with them, I feel like they've right. just really expanded. But they're a global they're a global business. I mean, Inkbox is in every country, so oh, and wow. their marketplace is is huge. It's they even sell in Walmart of all places. So they're just everywhere. Yeah, they're wow. not selling rogue bunnies uh, tattoos in Walmart. I'm just on the marketplace, but they do sell everywhere. Wow. So this is pretty. It is pretty exciting. Yeah, it, it is. It's big, and it's for everyone, it's it's a temporary tattoo, but it lasts a couple of weeks, temporary. and the color works with your chemical of your body or and changes colors yeah. as it goes it's it sounds really neat yeah i have one one very important tip do not sweat do not be anywhere where your skin is going to be moist or wet because then it won't it'll bleed a little bit hmm. and then you have this permanent this thing that's not coming off you for like a week um that doesn't that's that's kind of bled because i did like four of them and only one came out because it just wasn't doing it right oh, okay. so um and you can't move around so for like an hour wherever you put the tattoo you don't want that skin to move because you don't want it to you don't want your skin to flex or move and then have it you know kind of sure. uh, spreading around or whatever but it looked really great some of the girls got it right away i i struggled with it but a bunch of the girls i sent i got samples and i sent them out to the playmates yeah. and um they did great ones like raquel she did a really cute one Heather Spitek, she did a bunch of pictures with her tattoo. She had it on um, on her tailbone. She had a cute one and then one on her leg. So she did a bunch of different pictures. And Inkbox made lottles out of those uh, imitating the girls that did um, that did that that posted about it. <laughs> so my phone is like, yeah, so um, so it was actually really cool that they did that. 
for the for the girls and stuff. But that's yeah, awesome. it was super fun. I yeah, do remember seeing like, a lot of the pictures of the girls posting. Yeah. And I'm like, wow, that's commitment. All these all these playmates got tattoos, and then it you know after I dug into it, it was not real yeah. ones, but still they look terrific. Well, I'll tell you what, well, I'll, I'll get the real one. <laughs> well, if we hit a certain mile marker financially in the project then a lot of us has a lot of us have committed to actually getting a real tattoo put on. Okay. Which of course I would, I would pay for. So we would all commit and get, get it. We would get that done. So, um, something to look forward to. I'm going to look forward to in a milestone. We'll see. It is a cool logo. The rogue bunny logo is very cool. Yeah. So it it makes for a good tattoo. Yes. And, uh, we're just, we're just coming through the end of our trademark. So uh, hmm. we've we've gotten through all the oppositions. There's nothing opposing us. We're in the final stage. Um, so it's very exciting. We're about to uh, have the words rogue and bunnies in the um, digital collectible NFT pinup uh, co- um, category. So um, yeah, so everybody in the NFT world needs to watch out because I am going to protect uh protect that trademark um like playboy did and really so that we can really use it and brand ourselves or they could pay us a licensing fee if they want to uh use those trademarks that we own yeah. so yeah for yeah sure. it's pretty exciting yeah that's a big step yeah well yeah, i don't yeah, see an end excited. there's not like an end for there what is, you can well do. there's a 10 there's a, there is a 10-year plan and we do aspire to have a physical mansion again and um, I'm oh. I've been looking in Las Vegas to do that because it's a place where that's easy for people to get to, and it would be basically run like a um, a club, a membership. So um, we would be able to rent it out for events, photo shoots, and things like that. It would pay for itself, yeah. but we would have our own community style events and whatnot. And and if you're a member, a key holder, then you are welcome to come hang out like a country club. And nice. uh, it'll be a hub for the girls again and a place that where we could have all our own functions without having to worry about finding venues and whatnot. So we'll, we'll have, we'll, I do want a home base in um, it's either going to be Las Vegas or Texas, actually. Um, <laughs> someone's like, you should be in Florida. I'm like, I don't want to do Florida. I just, I don't want to do the bugs and the crocodiles and all that <laughs> stuff. Like Florida is very NFT savvy. Yes. But it is also very super expensive. So, sure. you know, for $20 million, you're not going to get much in Florida for $20 million in Las Vegas. Well, Vegas, yeah. yes, might Vegas. as well just jump onto the, you know, the party scheme of it all. And well, yeah, that'd be a great right? home base. And, and Austin, yeah. Texas has become a big tech right. center. So it, it is. Yeah. It is. And, and very much you can still get property there for a decent amount. Um you know, and it's beautiful there and there's a lot going on there in sports. There's a lot more probably rain there than there is in Vegas. Like yeah. Vegas is getting pretty dry. Mm-hmm. Um, but a lot is moving to Vegas, you know, because people are sick of California, the taxes. It's it's just not Hopefully it's so, yeah. affordable. Yeah, it's yeah. not affordable anymore. Like the guy that owns the mansion, I can and he's done so much construction. He put in a bowling alley, he extended, he put a whole nother wing of the mansion on which is really interesting. He drained the koi pond. Um, so there's a lot of changes that he's made, but I can't imagine what his taxes are like. Yeah. You know what I mean? Right. Especially now. $20 million well, a year, right? Like who has, I can't, like, well, he can afford it, but why would you want to afford to just 
you give the government that much money right right that much money so 100 million dollars over 10 years when 100 think of what you could do with 100 million dollars to like you know i don't know just there's a lot of people you could probably help with a hundred million. You could help a lot. Yeah. And I, I yeah, could go to a, I could go to a lot of rogue bunny parties for hundred million dollars. <laughs> you could go to all the rogue bunny parties. <laughs> yeah. Yeah, for sure. For sure. Well, we're definitely gonna make one. I don't, you know, <laughs> we got we gotta do one of these do things. One of them. So well, you gotta do one of them. And if you wanna do this one, then you need to get in touch with me and I will I have uh, some uh room room discounts uh that I can give you and um bring you if you want to come to vegas then you should let me know and um we can make it happen but i think it's going to be the party to be at this year and sounds like it. Miss it yeah yeah sounds yeah. like it sounds like it oh. <laughs> we'll have to we'll have to have a meeting yeah yeah with the, with the executives after this yeah yeah <laughs> <laughs> and so and you guys do something with ashley which is very exciting we She's do awesome and yeah uh, we yeah. love it yeah Good. yeah we have started yeah we've started a second little side, side project yeah. with with ash miss december 2010 ashley hobbs we uh talk marijuana and cannabis and all the fun things that go along with it and uh yeah she's been she's been a lot of fun to work with we it, it, we keep saying this when we started this thing we never could have imagined we'd be talking with playmates and now we're talking to two of them on the same night so this is just <laughs> one of, uh, yeah. so cool. taking us well, beyond I call her my 420 bunny and there's another girl named Christine Smith who's deep in the 420 business. She has her own show and I'm sure you've heard of her. And yeah. um, so the two of them, I'm try- I've been trying to connect them. I'm like, why don't you guys create a 420, a 420 bunny vertical for hmm. rogue bunnies? And like, you know, it's like, maybe there's something there. There's a whole community of people that would probably love to, you know, do something with the bunnies and. Yeah, you know, for sure. Yeah, yeah. for sure. Speaking, speaking of other podcasts and you, you promote your i mean you've, oh, yeah. got, you've got the the mayhem show that um isn't it one of the butlers from the mansion that is kind of the the host of the thing yeah so brian Alay ran he did uh playboy radio he did the may uh mansion mayhem which was a playboy radio show it, they weren't podcast back then it was actually radio and he was on serious radio and he did that for eight years oh yeah. and he had all kinds of hosts he had raquel he had jennifer he had all kinds of girls come in and co-host with him he um uh and he was Hef's head butler for 21 years and of course longtime friends of all the playmates and so he was hadn't done anything for a couple of years and when I started talking to him and he's like, what do you think about doing a podcast? I'll just put it all together. We'll call it Rogue Bunnies Mayhem. And I'm like, yeah, just you do it all. I don't want to, you know, like I'm too busy. And then he's like, well, no, you got to be one of the hosts. And he brought in Scott Ramsey, who's a big uh, radio personality, not personality, a radio. Oh. And he just called. Oh, okay. 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 My daughter. So, um, love you. So, um, so he came on board as a host. So it's the three of us and it, and it just kind of became a thing. And we, it was really about bringing mansion, Playboy mansion alum and inner circle of Hef and, um, butlers and people that worked for Hef, not people that worked for Playboy, but people that exclusively worked for Hef and the bunnies and then me bringing in the NFT Web3 world and 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 just kind of merging the two. 
So it's uh, it's been really great. And it's called Rogue Bunnies Mayhem. And you can find it at rbmayhemshow.com. And we launch a new episode, 30-minute episode every Monday. So, yeah, that's that's been going on. That's been a lot of fun. I, I was like, oh, you know, I was just kind of being really kind of casual about it. But then I was like, oh, no, this is this is really cool. I really yeah. I really like I really like doing it. And it's a great way to get people in that world like, hey, you want to do our podcast? They come on and you get to learn all about them. Right. So it's it's kind of a win win. Really? It's yeah, super fun. Sure. So it, now it, I know why fun. you guys do what you do. Right. Yeah. Well, I got, I got to admit when I, when I saw it, I was a little scared. I'm like, Oh, now we've lost all access to these, to these <laughs> lovely ladies. They'll never come back, but you keep coming on and we appreciate, appreciate it. it, but it is a fun podcast. The yeah. mayhem is definitely, yeah. you seem like you're having a blast when you're talking. Yeah, no, it's really fun. And we have a studio um, in Torrance. So we actually have a physical studio, which is like a very beautiful space that Scott Ramsey put together. Um, we have all our pinball machines there and like, you know, we have a bar there and, um, we just have we've had a lot of fun with it. We're going to we're going to all be there on the 26th. At, it's like a full day of just people coming through. Um, we do the steam yard. You know, we do this, but we haven't quite perfected that. It's really our in life in real life ones that seem to be the better shows for us where we can get video and audio together at the same time. But yeah, yeah it's really it's it's been a it's been a total blast. So um, and yeah, and we always tell all the girl all, a lot of the girls now over time not recently because a lot of them done your show they're like what do you think about this dimple in the beard are they safe and we're like oh yeah go do the show <laughs> so um that's, yeah uh so hopefully you, you've been getting a lot of playmates over the last couple months because um now everybody wants to do your show because we've all because we've all done it so they want to do it and awesome. hopefully that's made it easier for you girls to uh, you girls you guys to get girls <laughs> hey we're show. one of the girls that's sure. fine just, we're okay yeah you can be one of the girls yeah we like it we like it yeah we just yeah we just had an episode with shannon stewart so we, we appreciate have been, oh i love her she's yeah. amazing she lives in vegas yeah yeah she was awesome yeah, to talk yeah we had her. a good time so before we let you go any 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 little teaser on who's in series three? Are you able to release? Yeah, uh, <laughs> yeah. So uh, I will tell you because we've kind of kind of people already know. Um, Nikki Lee, yeah, okay. uh, Tashara Casino, nice. Ah. Kimberly Phillips, okay. Um, Christine Smith, okay. Okay, so these are the girls that are like their stuff is already in the can, and the other girls I'm talking to um so i can't i don't want to mention them yeah, because right. you know whenever they i've noticed whenever girls are wiggly and then i mention and then i'm like oh i wish i hadn't said that yep, we've had sure. we've had two girls back out that weren't in series one or two and then we replaced them so like you know i'm super careful about it but um, sure. but for the most part yeah i have 60 girls under contract with awesome. bunnies right now yeah, well, so we, it's pretty good we, we um, had to I do have international bunnies as well that I'm working on. And there's some girls that were like playmate of the year for Czech Republic and for oh. Germany and things cool. like that. So, um, yeah. So we've been talking to those girls and, uh, yeah. Just keep that's growing. Awesome. That's awesome. Just yeah. keep it's, growing. It's, it's exciting. Growing. Yeah. Tashara yeah. was actually, Tashara was actually one of the first playmates we had on. We had her on quite a while ago. Oh, really? So yeah. <laughs> yeah. Oh, I love her. Yeah, yeah. yeah. And, and her last name's Cosino. It's a casino. It's so funny. <laughs> she's like, she's made for Vegas. Yeah, she's made, yeah. She's, yeah, it's totally made involved. for Vegas. Yeah, I had to hound her though. I had to really bug her. I'm like, please. And she's like, I want to, I want to. She's just so busy. And finally, I'm like, I'm going to give up on you. And she's like, here's my pictures. I'm like, <laughs> so, so I finally got her. She's one of my faves. All the girls, are my, all the girls on the project are, are the girls that I really love. Or the girls that I 
and yeah. that I like the most out of all of the playmates that that exist. These are the girls I like the most. So it's a good team. Awesome. Awesome. So and far, it's been wonderful. Before, one, one more before we before we let you. Who yeah. are some of the who are some of the bunnies that will be at the party? Okay, so um, if you go to mansion.robunnies.com, there mm-hmm. is a list of girls that are on there. Um, but it's me, Jen Pershing, Terry Harrison, Ava Fabian. Um, oh my God! I saw uh, Amber Campisi. Amber Campisi. <laughs> yeah, Amber is a blast. <laughs> I would have had Ashley, but the flight is so long for such a short period of time. It didn't yeah. really make sense. Um, uh, uh, Allison wait. Um, oh my gosh. I'm going to, I'm going to put totally you on the spot. I know. This. Yeah. <laughs> put me go on to the, the website and look at the list. Go look at the yeah, list. Go ahead and look in the website. There's 15 of us or 14 of us that'll be there. So yeah. I was going to say, and if, if the, the names you've already listed weren't enough to get you to want to go, uh, I don't know what you're what you're thinking. So, <laughs> yeah, Carly Lauren, Raquel Pomplin, mm-hmm. um, yeah. So yeah, there's great. There's some. I'm trying to. I, I'm trying to think of who I because I bunked the girls together. So I'm trying to think of who I put together <laughs> in the in the different rooms. Um, well, yeah. I think I can speak for my co-host. We would we would do a lot to party with Amber Campisi because she seems like a just a ball of fun. Yes, <laughs> she is, and I can't wait. I yes. cannot wait. <laughs> she was a blast. Yeah. Well, thank you yeah. so much for coming back on. You're like like we said, the first third time guest we've had. So we really appreciate it, and we we hope this relationship continues, and we'll get to keep talking to you. Absolutely. Yes, I can't wait. To, next time I come on, we'll see what happens then. Awesome. Love okay. the growth. Appreciate everything you're doing. You too. All Thanks, right. have, guys. Yeah, have a good night. Okay. Thank you for listening. The tavern is closed for now, but we'd love to have you back for more fun next time. Seriously, though, get your asses out of here. Hey, it's Tim from 50 Years of Music with 50-Year-Old White Guys, the comedy podcast you had no idea you needed. Join Ben, Jeff, and me as we continue our musical road trip back through the years and around the globe. See, just when you thought all white guys were like Joe Rogan, you come across three educators trying to remember when we were cool. 50 Years of Music with 50-Year-Old White Guys. Electric acid. Ever thought about starting your own podcast? Do you have a business or a message you want to share with the world? Well, now it's easier than ever with Electricast. Hi, I'm Mark Netter. And I'm Peter Rafelson. We're the founders of Electricast Media. Whether you want to start a new podcast or already have one, join Electricast to grow your audience, monetize your content, and build your community. With our simple sign-up, you get free promotion, world-class analytics, premium ads, and personal support. Go to Electricast.com and join our community today. Electricast. Transform your influence. Electricast.